You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of the Crypto Canucks cast. The Crypto Canucks cast is the leading podcast about Canadian cryptocurrency and blockchain startups. Well, mostly Canadian anyway. The podcast aims to educate people about various blockchain startups within the community, as well as the basics of blockchain technology. The podcast is a collaboration with Buns, hence me, and the Crypto Canucks, and is hosted by me, Koji, uh, a member of the Buns team. Listen to our podcast to hear about news, developments, opinions, and analysis from entrepreneurs and people in the Canadian blockchain community. Our first episode is with Brian Daly of Smart Refer. Now, we recorded it a little while ago, so if some of the references are out of date, don't blame me. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the first official Crypto Canucks initial podcast offering. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's it. Uh, my name is Koji. I'm here with Armin, and we are talking crypt- all things cryptocurrency and blockchain. Today we have Brian Daly, founder of Smart Refer. Hey, how's it going? How are you doing? Good. Yeah, this is a. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is interesting because we're not sure how this is all going to shake out. So I think we'll we'll all just experience it together. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Well, let's start with uh, you telling us what Smart Refer is, and then we can get into all sorts of everything about you and about the company. But uh, I think people should have an explanation about what you guys are doing. Yeah. So easy thing. Uh, Smart Refer is an application or a platform that allows people to refer people they know for jobs in tech and you get paid for successful referrals that get hired. So that was kind of the uh, that's that's what the platform does. And it was uh, it was designed because I worked in recruiting and I saw a lot of the inefficiencies and I kind of wanted to just solve those. And we're doing a lot of that with Smart Refer right now. Awesome. But there's a wrinkle there, right? Because it's not just getting paid for uh putting people into the right jobs there's a crypto angle to it yes so tell us about that a little yeah so the entire thing with referrals is for most companies they have like an employee referral program and that employee can refer somebody they know for a job but that that's where it ends that's where the referral ends and so we realized pretty early that if we used blockchain we'd be able to scale these referrals across jurisdictions because we're we're living in an increasingly more diverse world now and um with the abilities of blockchain, we can now get people to send and receive referrals from anywhere in the world and get rewarded for that equally. Uh, A real meritocracy. Awesome. Okay, well, uh, we'll get into the technology side of things in a second and the whole crypto business, but you said that you worked in uh, recruitment before. Yep. So why don't you tell us how you got started in all this? 
Uh, I have a pretty eclectic background when it comes to jobs. I've been a lot of things. I've been um, a charity fundraiser that stands on the street and like stops people and gets their credit cards. Yeah. Uh, which was a very, uh, that job taught me a lot. Probably one of the most uh, enlightening jobs I've had. Tough job. But yeah. it probably helps a lot with, you know, going into meetings and talking to people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so at the time, what ended up happening was I was working at a no frills. This was very, I was in my late teens. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted to be a cop at the time. And okay. so I had gotten offered a job as a loss preventions officer at yeah. another no frills. And so around the same time, I encountered some some people on the street that stopped me and they tried to sign me up for uh, for a charity. And they we talked for a bit and they're like, oh, you know, you'd be really good at this. And I was like, I thought about it. And I was like, well, LP will always be there, loss preventions. But right. I felt like if I could do this job, I'd be able to do anything because mm -hmm. it was so difficult. And uh, so I, I kind of went in that direction. That changed everything. Right. So after that, I, uh, I worked in finance for two years as a portfolio consultant. And then I uh, co-founded a recruiting firm. Oh, wow. Yeah. And did that recruiting firm then morph into what you're doing now? So it still exists. Yeah. So my partner for Smart Refer, uh, she runs the... Uh, the recruiting firm full time now, kind of on her own. I've stepped away, and I'm focusing more on Smart Refer. Right. Yeah. So we've, we've we're, we we're working together, but we have like our own things as well. Oh, right on, yeah. right on. Okay, so now you're uh, working at Smart Refer. What is it that initially kind of attracted you to blockchain and uh, the whole crypto angle, as opposed to you know building this platform and just paying people whatever their standard currency is for referrals? Uh, you know, it's. I've always been a techie. Yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, I have a thing with middlemen, intermediaries, people who kind of maybe extract value without adding anything. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that that's the reason we have a lot of the issues we do uh, currently in society. So that really attracted me to blockchain. As soon as I realized you could have that peer to peer um, transfer of value without the intermediaries, that's huge, like, you know, game changing. Yeah. And, um, and Everybody was really, they're focusing on the fintech angle. Even now, they're right. really focusing on, on on the finance and some real estate. Uh, but, you know, for HR, which is my background, I thought it it could also be uh, used really efficiently. And did you choose tech because those types of people are naturally attracted to cryptocurrency? or Because I, I imagine that this could probably work for almost any industry. It could. And hey, who knows? Maybe we'll uh, <laughs> expand. Uh, but we, we did want to start with tech for a few reasons. One, you're exactly right. It was um, that they are the early adopters. So they'd be the ones to kind of understand and use the tech first. Sure. And then second uh, was that we we realized that the tech industry itself is just growing so massively. And, and Toronto uh, is the fastest growing tech city in North America. Uh, so it's just the perfect place uh, for us to kind of pilot and grow. All right. So walk me through... Uh, if you don't mind, because you said you worked in recruitment for a long time, walk yep. me through what the standard sort of recruitment process is like and then what it would be like using your platform. Sure. Okay. So recruitment wise, you have to look at there's internal recruiters that work just for companies. So they're the people that hire for the actual companies the applicants would be working for. And then you have external recruiters. Like headhunters? Like the outsource. Yeah, the headhunters. Exactly. Uh, so for for internal recruiters, it's pretty straightforward. They usually get applications in from job postings on Indeed, or they look for people kind of through LinkedIn or through their networks, and then uh, they'll go through the interview process, and they're usually involved with the interview process as well because they work for the companies. Right. Outsourced-wise, how it works is the company will agree on a fee uh, with the outsourced recruitment firm. And usually for tech positions, that's between 20 to 30% of a candidate's first year salary. Whoa. Yeah. So you can imagine. So I think the average salary for tech is like 
60 grand. I'm getting underpaid. Right? Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so it's, um, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people who are making very close to 100. So the outsourced recruiting firms are doing well. But here's the thing. Most small to medium-sized businesses just can't afford to pay that kind of fee. It's not feasible. Right. Uh, so they, uh, they don't have options. They're just putting things on Indeed and they're getting, uh, I'm not going to say low quality applicants, but they're maybe not getting the people that they need to get. Right, it's reach. like a lottery. Yeah, that's exactly it's like, well, hopefully they'll see it or, you know, whoever we need. And it's, yeah, uh, yeah. that, that affects it. Uh, so that's kind of like, so for outsource, they, they rely more on those contingency fees. So for smart refer, what we're doing is we're allowing companies to leverage first leverage their own employees. Uh, so our application allows companies um, to aggregate uh, the social networks of people who want to participate in the referral process, as well as just anybody who wants to send referrals to that company. Mm -hmm. um, they can just send them as well. And then it allows them to be proactive in looking for people for open positions, as well as uh, people who don't work for that company. They can see the job posting. Uh, if they don't want to apply, they can send it to like a lot of different people goes through a chain basically and then once that company hires somebody uh the token bounty is released um and everybody who was a part of the process gets uh, a piece for just being a part of it so wow yeah that's uh that's interesting now me okay i mean maybe you can't answer this or maybe this isn't the right question but if i were to refer somebody for a job and they get hired what would the typical bounty be like so that's a good question. So right now we're looking at doing we're doing a combination of cash and crypto because oh, okay. we realize that in terms of acceptance when it comes to companies, a lot of companies just have no idea what a blockchain is. And if you go in, you're like, hey, we're going to pay you in cryptocurrency and it's going to be great. They're going to be like, oh, get away from us. Yeah, like yeah. We, we want, you know, something we understand. Uh, so we thought it'd be good to start with cash and then kind of integrate the, the crypto in slowly. Um, so how it would work is for cash, uh, people get anywhere between uh, one to $5,000 per referral that gets hired. And then um, to be determined how many refer memberships, which is our, our token, uh, we'll have to see uh, at this point. Um, okay, so you're, uh, if I if I understand correctly, the platform is is being is being built on Ethereum. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So part of it is. Okay, yes. so why Ethereum? I mean, again, I'm not an expert in the crypto space, and I know that there's probably a lot of options right now because mm -hmm. you know everyone wants to kind of dip their toes in. So why did you guys choose Ethereum? It's at, at the moment, it's the most scalable. I mean, I really like it. I, I know how to use Solidity. Um, my my, my uh, partners do. Uh, we're very familiar with the platform. It has a lot of options in terms of the tokens themselves that you develop uh, mm -hmm. in terms of putting like burnable options in there. So certain amounts of the token are burned if you send it to a, an Oracle or an address that's not the one that it's supposed to be sent to, as well as it uses like less gas um, because it's so big, it's getting bigger. I mean, it has a lot of limitations as well right now, which is part of the reason we're going a little bit slower than we might have wanted to on the crypto side right um but I, I do i do believe in the uh the project and i think that it will be um very scalable and a lot faster in the future so so do you think that um do you have any fear when it comes to working with crypto because right now i know there's a lot of uh, most of the tech people that i speak to are really on board with uh blockchain and all, all the benefits that come along with it but you know the market as a whole 
so a lot of people are skeptical because of all the fluctuation. Does that does that deter you or scare you at all? It depends on if you're talking about my company or my portfolio. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, there's been uh, there's been a few sleepless nights there when uh, when it's, there's had a big drop. But uh, I mean, in terms of the in terms of smart refer, not so concerned about it. I I see the long term trends. That's really what I'm looking at, and the trend is we know blockchain is the future. It's it's just it's what it is. So. Whether it's you know a week, a month, a year, we'll we'll get there when we get there. Um, I know a lot of people are nervous about the regulation side of things right. um, that are developing companies. I mean, it's something we're concerned about too. But sure. we we do our best to make sure that we're within uh, the regulations, and we're, we're I mean we're not one of the uh, the shifty companies that are kind of out there. We've been developing something. We have our application done. So right, awesome. Yeah. Well, I have a kind of a technical question that comes from one of our friends here at Buns. Cool. Uh, he's curious how uh, you plan on obfuscating any identity references outside of skill sets. Yeah. Uh, or is there any plan to do so? Uh, you know, because I imagine you're collecting a lot of sensitive data when it comes to people's personal information. I mean, by by the very nature of trying to find a job, you have to release a lot about yourself. So. This is true. And so for us, part of the reason we're starting, so our, our, our model is a combination of the blockchain and the cloud, yeah. is because um, there's a big trust aspect when it comes to this kind of thing. And we need to make sure that from the very beginning, the, the data that we have and um, the trust that people are putting in us is is upheld. So we're not taking a lot at the beginning. We're letting really companies handle most of that. Yeah. Um, and then as we kind of branch out and it becomes more scalable and people can send referrals everywhere, we're going to need uh, more so that we can actually send people what they need uh, to get rewarded and all of that. Uh, when it comes to identity, we there are a lot of options out there. We, we are familiar with the ERC721 uh, tokens, uh, which are the non-fungible tokens, and that would be huge for identity. Um, also, we, we do have um, a pretty good filter system that we're building as uh, to make sure that not only do we know where everything's being sent, but right. also in terms of like if there's issues on the platform where somebody's trying to abuse it or like spam referrals or something like that, right. um, we can uh, we can deal with yeah, that. Yeah, how, how, I mean, you know, a lot of people try and, especially with crypto, try and, you know, game the system or mine in a certain way so that they can maximize you know their the value for them how do you plan on sort of knocking some of these people down because i i imagine uh there's going to be a lot of people trying to wedge themselves in between referrals just so they can get a little oh, yeah. a little piece or like you know let's just say me and armin are like oh that's a great idea yeah you know we'll we'll pass people around until <laughs> you know it's it's yeah it's very, it's very possible so we have quite a few things in uh in order to deal with that one is that the tokens are held in an escrow for three months you, you don't get it right away. And okay. so the reason we did that was one, because it we don't have to worry about the flat value fluctuations. Um, it will come out at the exact same amount that it was put in. Oh, interesting. So it's held there. And then the other part is that if the person quits that you referred within a three month period, you don't get the bounty. So oh. most likely if the person stays past three months, you took time to refer that person for the, the position. Like you actually took time, which means you're less likely to game the system. Uh, additionally, um, we we have the tokens are burnable so 
if you're sending, we, we haven't decided if we want to do this yet, but it's something we'll have to see. If yeah. you send it to an Oracle outside of smart refer, yeah. it will burn a little piece of the token. So if you're constantly trading it, right. it will just whittle down the, the value. Oh, interesting. Um, so for people, it's just, it might not make a lot of sense for them to keep trying to day trade and buy and sell yeah, yeah. Um, because they're going to lose quite a bit of value. That's, that's one of the things. Um, and then additionally, you have to stake a certain amount of tokens in order to send a certain amount of referrals. So you have to; those have to go up. You can't just send unlimited referrals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like that. It's a. So if you decide you want to try and the game the system, we'll just put your tokens to a public pool where it can be redistributed to people who are actually using the platform properly. So. Well, it sounds like you've got a lot of your bases covered. Yes, it's it's been a, it's been a while. It's been yeah. a lot. <laughs> well, okay. So you mentioned that uh, you know you had some sleepless nights over your portfolio. Let's uh, let's talk about <laughs> crypto in general. Which are the ones that you think are really, uh, you know, which ones have really caught your eye? Which currencies? Oh, I feel like Armin. Armin is better. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. yeah what, what projects other than your own, obviously, other than my own, do you think are are really worthwhile? I'm kind of curious because, um, I mean, Armin is definitely the expert. I'm yeah. You know, I'm just an observer, and I don't even really know that much. So maybe you can help me beef up my portfolio. Sure. So I hold the basic ones, which uh, I have a bit of Ether. I have a bit of Litecoin. I have a bit of Bitcoin. Um, I, I had some Dogecoin. I don't know why I had that. That was a mistake. <laughs> I thought it was going to be funny. It wasn't funny. It was like right when the market went down. I was like, why did I do that? Um, and then uh, th there's there's a few other coins I have on uh, like Bittrex that I, I, I'm trying to think of. What's... um. I mean, what's the one, the Chinese Ethereum, what's it called again? Uh, Neo. Neo. I have Neo. I heard a lot of people talking about yeah, it. Yeah. So Neo is, is basically China is trying to make their kind of own Ethereum based smart contract blockchain. And it has some really nifty features that Ethereum doesn't have currently. Right. And additionally, it's really easy to program in. So they've, they've integrated the normal programming languages into it, like C++ and Java and all of those. So it's, it's much easier yeah. uh, for developers, developer friendly. And um, it, it has a lot of potential. So I know that's one of them. that I right. Keep out. your eye on Neo, guys. Yeah. You heard it here. Yeah, <laughs> except you got to follow up with like, this isn't financial advice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> by the way, yeah. Please, that's what I, I, I have it. Do not, you know, do your own research. Talk to your attorney or whoever else you're invested in. Yeah, that's advisor. <laughs> I mean, this being episode one, I think maybe we need to preface every episode. Every episode saying, with that. Yeah. Just be careful. <laughs> don't, don't do what we say. That guy at Smart Refer said. He said, and then I lost all my money. Please, no. <laughs> also, just like don't invest more than you can afford to lose because it is volatile. Even even the, the ones that are less volatile are still volatile. It's so volatile. It's so volatile. I mean, yeah. Do you, well, I mean, that's an interesting uh, question then. Do you have any plans to combat volatility? On, on your platform? Yeah, so like like I had mentioned before, the escrow is part of it. Um, part of it is uh, having the tokens have a burnable function. Uh, part of it is um, ensuring that people have to stake uh, tokens in order to actually use the platform to its full uh, extent. And additionally, right now, we're not planning an ICO. Right. Um, oh, that was going to be one of my questions. Yeah, <laughs> so for a few reasons, one of which is we need the tokens to be in the hands of users. So we can't just give them to random people who then are going to hold them and right and especially if you have to put them out there yeah exactly yeah. like people are just going to hold them like and, and not actually use the platform so they're going to be distributed to wallets of users that are already on our platform that's interesting yeah because yeah. i mean you have built-in utility it's not like 
uh, sort of system where people can just wait and speculate. Exactly. I mean, Buns is doing a similar thing. You, you, you guys have uh, you're, you've distributed the tokens to people's wallets or yeah, to their accounts. yeah, and very and they're, similar. They're working on the blockchain aspect of it now, yeah. and then and then we'll see. But yeah, the the goal there is also utility, not just wait and speculate. I think it's uh, exactly that that has to be the future of crypto because. Otherwise, you're essentially just buying really volatile stocks. Yeah. It's almost like penny stocks, except you're spending thousands. It is exactly like penny. That's a great, uh, great analogy. Yeah, it's a lot like that. It's it's in its infancy right now. It's a baby. I mean, we're talking two months old kind of yeah. child. I mean, it's not actually two months old, but right. where blockchain and, and crypto will be in even five years is unrecognizable. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's still the Wild West right now. It is. Yeah. It do you, is. Do you cold store most of? Uh, I do. Yeah. yeah. So I, I do cold store. Uh, most of my stuff is in ether. So I, I, I have a, a trezor that I. Yeah. I keep most of that in. I so. mean, that's which is in a deposit at a bank. <laughs> so yeah, it's a safety deposit box. If anybody's listening, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Don't come to my house. I mean, <laughs> that's my two fears about crypto in general is like you hear about exchanges or you've heard in the past, anyways. I should say about exchanges being hacked and then. Cold storing it on like a little key. I am so prone to <laughs> losing things yeah. that like, I don't even know where I would keep it that I would feel safe. You know? Yeah. I mean, so one, a common misconception a lot of people have is they actually think that their tokens are on that. Right. But it's not. That just holds the 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 recording of the transaction. So right. it's a ledger that records basically saying you have these tokens, but it's not actually on that device. Right, so right. if that device was destroyed, as long as you had the keys, you could potentially get your stuff back potentially but but then you'd also have to keep the keys somewhere that people can't get it yeah so it's like you could do what the the winkle voss twins did and they they cut it up yeah (laughs) they cut it up into like 12 pieces and it's like spread across the states and like different banks really yeah they probably i wouldn't they probably put something like a coffin in like a graveyard like their ancestors (laughs) and like somewhere (laughs) some random place that's amazing you know yeah i think it's going to be interesting to see how all of this shakes out and because inevitably, I don't know if it's going to get more regulated, but it's definitely, there's going to be like best practices that are going to come out of this. And well, it's something that we definitely need right in the industry because it's good. I I know a lot of people are like, no regulation. I'm like, we kind of need some, I mean, yeah, I, people are saying because it's going to mature and we won't need as much. I'm not saying like overregulation, but I'm saying it might be a good idea to protect some people from some really unscrupulous individuals who are out there. Right. Because yeah. there are some people out there that really just. Well, we just heard a story today. Uh, the GoDroid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just reading about that. So for uh, anyone listening who do, who's not familiar, uh, they essentially, this company started their own crypto, had an ICO uh raised 50 million and then just disappeared offices <laughs> empty all that was left were some desks and champagne bottles so and i think the really? guy tweeted something yeah. right yeah oh i didn't even know that he part tweeted, that like, is like drinking savage. a beer or something what did yeah. i tweet? saw yeah. that yeah. he's like he's like what do you say and we're out <laughs> like yeah. and we're out <laughs> yeah oh, so no. it, it really is like i mean there's there's like pump and dumps and it is it is kind of the wild west so so there, there needs to be, I think, some regulation. Yeah. Uh, so, Armin, with, with that one, the GoDroid, did they, um, did they have anything built, or was it just like? Uh, no, it was like I think it was just pure speculation. Pure. <laughs> it was just like an idea that they had, and that's the one thing that needs to change. My opinion: Do not invest in an ICO if they do not have something like a product. Right. No white papers. No, don't do that. I mean, it's just too risky. 
Absolutely. I, but once again, please check with your attorney. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think that's why utility, like what you're doing is going to become, and what Buns is doing is going to become so important because you then you have a, a proof of concept and you have people who have bought into this. And it, it because the other way, like you said, it's too dangerous. It's it too is it is just like investing in stock that is not regulated yeah. in any way. And I think that's like, I am all for non-regulation to a point but I think there needs to be some ground Framework. rules involved. Yeah, because exactly. Like, there, there just needs to be. We, you know, we have to play by the same rules yeah. here. I mean, I keep saying the Wild West, but it's like back in the day, you shoot somebody and you get far enough out of town and no one knows who you are <laughs> and you're like, totally fine. You're gone. Right? And you're so like, gone. that's kind of what it is. But, and but Here's my thing. like With a project like Gojroid, that guy put his face out there. I mean... There is nowhere on the face of the planet. It's a small world now. It's not. It's not as big as it used to be. Yeah. There's nowhere on the place th- this planet you can hide that people won't know you. Yeah. You took sixty million. You took sixty million dollars from people. I'm so, I, I hope it was a publicity stunt. Because if not, like, uh, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Scary stuff. Okay. So let's let's get back. Let's talk about some stuff that's a, a little bit less scary. Let's get back into your platform. How are you finding? the uh, employers for the initial sort of... Because I, I imagine you're going to have to populate this with a bunch of uh, jobs. I, I'm, I'm sure there's no shortage of people with resumes who are willing to post themselves up, but how are you kind of recruiting these businesses? Yeah, so part of the reason we wanted to create it as an internal referral mechanism to start was because it would allow us to get the users and the employers at the same time. Because we did, we realized pretty early, like if we had to get users and employers separately, it would just take longer. Yeah. Um, but this way we can build a user base and have uh, customers early at the same time, and then it should grow, grow organically from there from word of mouth. And are you kind of partnering up with uh, your former uh, company? Company? Like with my former my a recruiting company yeah 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 i mean yeah of course we're, we're working together with that and so uh and our platform is going to have a lot of utility for recruiters in general i mm-hmm. think some people are saying it's we're trying to eliminate recruiters no we're actually trying to make their jobs easier right and we're trying to create a way so that you know people aren't receiving spam all the time like on linkedin yeah, yeah. So well and they're still getting a taste right they're re- like anyone who like you said anyone who's kind of touching the referral as it comes through the platform, yeah, they're getting a piece exactly. of it. Exactly. So. so, I mean, recruiters naturally have massive networks. Right. And so if people trust them and they have a, a good network, then they're going to get a lot of referrals that are coming their way that they can then send and potentially make some uh, some good money. So And it might even allow them to sort of do double the work if it, if it exactly. passes through quickly. Yep. That's it. And they're kind of nice. incentivized to bring on like qualified people exactly right? so. yeah and so we also have like a uh, what we're putting in is a retainer companies can put a retainer of tokens on the platform mm-hmm. for recruiters that work anywhere else in the world um, and then work with those recruiters and they don't have to worry about not getting paid by those companies so it's going to expand their reach because oh, a lot of times recruiters can only really work with companies close to them because yeah. they have to make sure they get paid but now anywhere it doesn't matter so the real question, I guess, is uh, can you find me a better job? <laughs> <laughs> so listen, we're hiring. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Let me refree. Yeah. <laughs> there you there go. There we go. Gaming the system already. <laughs> do, you have, do you have any uh, questions, Armin? Yeah. So I just wanted to know, like, what it's been like being in the blockchain space in, like, Toronto and kind of, yes. like, your whole experience there. Yeah, it's been cool. It's been really cool. I... I I've never had a startup like a tech startup. I think a lot of people forget that as much as like part of it's the blockchain aspect, but part of it's just being a tech guy and then and the startup life and you know being poor yeah. <laughs> and all of that is like you know and and just experiencing. I mean, I've met so many people that are just fantastic and 
and um, learned yeah. just incredible amounts. It's unbelievable. Toronto is such a good place for tech. Well, it seems to be, I mean, it wasn't always this way, but especially now it seems to be, and especially for crypto, it seems yeah. to be a great place. I mean, you, we, we mentioned Ethereum a bunch of times and like, you know, yeah. There's yep. so much happening here. We, um, you know, people talk about San Fran now. It's Toronto. It's Toronto. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, there you go. Drake, Drake had it right all along, I guess. He, he knew, he knew. Actually, I was, uh, I was living in Australia for a while last year. Yeah. And uh, people there knew that Toronto was called the Six. Like, and I found that really interesting. I'm like, wow, the brand is just. Yeah. Well, a- I mean, he's killing it, right? I mean, I just heard some stuff. I don't. I never listen to radio. The only time I listen to the radio uh, is when I'm turning on my car and I'm waiting for my Android Auto to boot up. Okay. The radio comes yeah. on first. <laughs> for just a second. Right. And. Um, I, I heard that, uh, you know, just this week, Drake's single was no longer number one after being number one for like, I don't know, <laughs> three months or something ridiculous. Wow. So, you know. Dude I, is really talented. Yeah. He's, and, and you know what? He reps Toronto hard. Yeah. He, like, he, can't even, he, he, he does. Like, he doesn't forget. So when, uh, when your platform takes off, are you going to be repping Toronto hard? I already am. Like, <laughs> I am so adamant about staying here and, and like piloting and growing it here it just it just makes so much sense are you more comfortable working with ethereum because they're also canadian based does that give you like a little bit of security it's a great bonus yep and they have a lot of people here um, yeah uh, a lot of resources here as well so So they're not just going to disappear with the 50 (laughs) (laughs) that would uh, (laughs) put us all in a little bit of a quandary Uh, they probably have a little bit more than 50 million at this point anyway uh, probably (laughs) 55 nice (laughs) The good thing about Ethereum is like it has like that huge community behind That's it. Exactly, right? it, so. it just has a massive community. It's it, it, it's incredible. Yeah, I think for a lot of open source projects, which ours is, uh, you know, a part of it, it's gonna really speed things up. There's so many talented people out there, especially in Toronto. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. at Crypto Connects, when we go out to these like yeah. events and stuff, there's so much talent out there, and so many people coming up with like really creative ideas to utilize blockchain and like cryptocurrency. So it's it's really good. So the hot button question is really, when do you think it might be ready? Ready. So it's done. Like we're, we're done. So we're going to beta testing now. Oh. Um, and so we are testing with a few companies here in Toronto and one co- company out in Calgary. Yeah. And that will last for about three months. We have to collect some stats and metrics and all of that. Yeah. And then we will launch publicly. Yeah. Uh, so oh, then awesome. it'll, be, it'll be usable for... Whoever wants to use it, so companies will be able to post jobs for free, and yeah. people will be able to send referrals uh, to their companies. So nice. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to get on there and see what it's all about. I'm always so curious how people, because there's so many crypto products, but they're all so different from one another. Yeah, it's really people are getting very creative, and I think we're just seeing the beginning of that. It's, yeah, it's pretty cool. I know for us, there aren't many crypto projects in the HR space. No, a I, lot of people don't even think they're compatible. I've met people who are like, "This will never work." Well, when like, I, first I was like, heard okay. about it, I was so curious as to how it was all gonna fit together. But it definitely sounds uh, makes seems to make a lot of sense. Thank you. Yeah, I hope so. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, do you feel good about being in on the ground floor, so to speak, with this whole crypto thing? Like, do do you, you see it as something that's gonna, you know, be around forever, right? Yes, I do. Um, it's are you, are you going to be the next Amazon or? <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, Jeff Bezos, watch out. You know what I'm saying? But uh, let's, I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's what, what's cool about this is we're kind of doing a lot of things that nobody's done before. Yeah. And so 
in a lot of other industries, people have kind of a pathway to follow. We're making the pathway. We're the trailblazers. I mean, everybody here in this room right now is a trailblazer. And so we'll, we'll look back five, 10 years from now. We'll just be like, hey, we were there when it was, you know, internet 1.0, like 99, 98, 97. Right. Um, that's where we are right now. Yeah, so. well, I, I I hope you come out uh, like an Amazon and uh, not like a not Cisco. Who are the Nortel? Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about Nortel. Damn, damn. <laughs> well, they're the big loser that I could think of in the, <laughs> in the first dot com bubble, right? Um, yeah, anyway, I, I know that you've got like a couple yeah, more questions. So just like basically, just wanted to know like any advice for anybody that wants to get involved in the space, like. Where they can learn about stuff and kind of learn more about smart refer. Attend as many events as possible. Like that's when when I was learning about it. I I, I did a lot of self study, but I also just wanted to be out meeting people that were from different aspects of it. And you you'll learn a lot more that way. Uh, and just go to as many meetups. Just talk to as many people as possible. Uh, it's that's the best way. Yeah, there's really no other way. And if anybody wants to learn more about smart refer. Oh, yeah, you can shoot us an email. <laughs> smartrefer.io. Yeah, smartrefer.io. Uh, shoot us an email, Brian, at smartrefer.io. I'm, I'm always here. So if anybody has questions. But there's another great resource, Crypto Canucks. They're, uh, they know what's up. <laughs> there you go. Um, they, they have some good information, really great information. I go on there every day. I have a bit of a problem. So <laughs> awesome. All right, well, I think... Uh, we're going to end this off with a little little word game. Yeah, a little word association. So okay. I'm going to throw some words at you. First word that comes to your mind. <sighs> okay, Are you ready? All right. All right. Let's mentally prepare. Yeah. I'm going to take a deep breath. There we go. What's up? All right. <laughs> Satoshi. Bitcoin. Nice. Ethereum. Ether. <laughs> ICOs. Regulation. <laughs> <laughs> Developers. Smart. Nice. And the best Canadian crypto news source. Crypto Canucks. Yeah, yeah. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Well, thanks for being our first ever guest on the show. Awesome. Um, and I, you know, I wish you a lot of success. And maybe, who knows? Maybe I'll uh, jump on there and find a job at some point. Yeah. Um, please do. Yeah. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks, Brian. So thanks again to Brian Daly for being on the show, the first ever episode. And of course, Crypto Canucks. If you want to learn more about crypto and blockchain in general, you should definitely check out CryptoCanucks.com. And of course, thanks to our host and my home, Buns.com. For all of your trading and now cryptocurrency needs especially in toronto check out buns.com and if you want to listen to more of our podcasts go to podcast.buns.com thanks guys